Howdy everybody, and welcome to the first official recording of Random Rhapsody, a real play Dungeons and Dragons game uh, that began as a group of people stuck inside during the quarantine of 2020 and has evolved to become one of the best role-playing groups I have ever had the privilege to run. My name is Matthew R. Dawson, and I am the resident dungeon master here at Random Rhapsody, presiding over both the Debauchery Circus and the Fab Five campaigns. Tonight is the first live stream of the Fab Five, a group of adventurers who have unwittingly become entangled with an evil organization known as the Cult of the Dreamer. We will be streaming the continuing adventures of the Fab Five every Monday at 7 p.m. Central on twitch.tv slash randomrhapsody, and we'll also be uploading to YouTube one week later under the same name. To start things off, first allow me to introduce the players of the Fab Five. First, we have J. Alexander Coins, aka Devil Fetish, as Apollyon the Golden Boy, a Minotaur Barbarian. Apollyon, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. I'm a seven foot tall Minotaur Barbarian with some draconic ancestry thrown in there, and I like to get dirty in and out of the ring. I like it. Next we have Joe Trotter, a.k.a. Hellhound, as Blood from a Stone, a tabaxi rogue. Blood from a Stone, would you like to introduce yourself? Blood from a Stone, how are you doing? Uh, I, I don't know, I am a difficult contradiction of a human well not a human being i apologize uh, i'm an interesting character uh, still haven't figured out exactly what the hell i'm going to be doing with these people might end up killing one or two of them who knows but i'm here long for the ride indeed he is next we have kyle thomas aka jedi slayer as liam o'shea the human monk liam would you like to introduce yourself to meet you all. Happy to be here. Uh, been traveling for a while on my own, ran into these motherfuckers, and, well, uh, about six foot tall, long white hair, white beard, round straw brim hat with two very defined black uh, stripes down the back of my hair. Uh, I like to play the drunken master. It's fun for me and fun for everyone else. Indeed it is. Next we have Alyssa Egan, a.k.a. Serenity, with ones and threes in the, as the vowels. As Eloise Brightquistle, a dragonborn druid. Eloise, would you like to introduce yourself? Oh, okay, hi there. Um, so, yeah, dragonborn druid. I've been wandering a bit for a while because that's what my mentor told me to do. Uh, he thought he was afraid that I might get just like a little bit weird if I didn't try to learn more about the world and, you know, socialize with others other than him. I don't know. I think it would have been fine. But then I ran across these, these fine gentlemen, and here we are. And here we are indeed. And last but not least, we have Jeremy Mangillo, a.k.a. Cloak as Nycthoros Vale, a half-drow necromancer. Nycthoros, 
Would you like to introduce yourself? Nick Thoreau says we've been having a bit of um, audio trouble today, but hopefully he will be with us shortly. Anyway, picking up from where we left off, the Fab Five has been hired by the Erudite Conclave, an organization dedicated to the preservation of knowledge, to hunt down an ancient relic known as a dreamery. Joined by the tiefling ranger known as Belmond Rictor, the Fab Five traveled to a druid grove known as Feyweave Hollow, believed to be the location of one of these roots. The party delved deep into the mountains of the druid's grove, encountering many strange and twisted creatures, which eventually led to the death of their tiefling companion. The group eventually discovered that the druids had all been wiped out by, the green, by a green dragon known as Dinoth the Vineweaver who had then proceeded to use them for her necromantic experiments. After looting the Druid Grove for everything not nailed down, the Fab Five collected the body of their fallen companion and followed the familiar path out of the side of the mountain. As the group began their trek out from the mountain cavern, the Fab Five discovered a group of hobgoblins scouting up the trail of the mountain with a pair of guard drakes. A vicious battle ensued with some dramatic spells thrown by either side. Eventually, the Fab Five prevailed and managed to capture the last remaining hobgoblin with Apollyon grappling him <coughs> and Vale casting a sleep spell upon the hobgoblin. Now with the battle concluded, you all stand there on the side of the Feyweave Mountain. It's become very late in the evening at this point, and what had once been a clear night sky is starting to become overcast with clouds, moving in from the south. As you look down at your sleeping captive now, Fab Five, what would you like to do? Well, they... Sitting there bugging with him, I'm gonna head down a little further on the trail. Make sure there are no more surprises coming up along us. Okay, that's Wait fair. For me. And as Liam comes running up to you, blood, you start heading down a little bit further along the trails of this con complicated path of um, hills and cliff sides, Liam. As um, somebody with an Outlander a background, you do know quite well the path you guys took up the side of the mountain. It kind of curved and sloped, um, and it took you about a good point of an hour to get to the point where you found the cave entrance. As you kind of look out there now, Liam, being that you're a human, can't really see much past your, your torchlight. Um, you do see that on the side, as you continue on down the slope, from what you can tell so far, it does seem to be fairly clear, heading down. You know, I really uh, kind of wish that torch wasn't so lit, but... Yeah, uh, I've been thinking about that. So, if the people tracking us 
have dark vision, and they can see in the dark. They can see us without, with or without the torch. And if the people tracking us don't have dark vision, they'll have torches as well. Either way, they can see us with or without the torch, my friend. I know, but it just... It's, it's more of a comfort thing. I mean, I could stick to the shadows. You could stick to the shadows if you could see. Uh, I mean, I, I totally get it. Trust me, I do. You don't have to walk next to me if you feel like being in shadows. I can walk by myself. I, I suppose you're right. Uh, I guess how far down... I mean, I, I just want to end up going uh, maybe a couple hundred feet just to make sure things are clear, we got an open space. I don't want to get too far away from the rest of them. Okay. Um, how, how are you traveling down? Oh, I've, I've got the hood up. I'm stealthing. Okay. So go ahead and make your stealth check. I assume I'm just walking on the path that I remember because I'm straying from the path at night. It would probably be pretty dumb for me. Did you douse the torch like you said you were going to? No, I'm not dousing the torch. Okay. Okay. Then... Um, Blood kind of just steps into the shadows and disappears, even from your vision, William. Um, I imagine with a twenty-eight. If he's just fucking gone, he loves his new he loves his new cloak. But you head down uh, the trail for about a hundred feet or so. Both of you looking out down among the the hills. Um, go ahead and make a perception check, both of you. Separately, because blood, you're hiding from the shadows. Liam, you're using your your uh, torch. Not bad, both of you. For the next 60 feet within your vision, uh, blood, and Liam, yours is a little bit more hampered based on the light of what you of your torch. However, you're looking out there and. Other than the occasional rabbit or squirrel running across from tree to tree, neither of you are seeing a whole lot down the side of the mountain. However, with your high perception, I will also say that you are able to see at a, the distance in the darkness around the mountain three distinct uh, campfires out there among the darkness of the trees. How, how close to the mountain are they? One is relatively close. You, you guess it's maybe around 150, maybe 200 feet away from where you guys had climbed up the mountain. Um, the other two, 350 to 400 feet-ish. It's hard to tell at this distance. You're kind of guessing, but you're, you're kind of holding up your hand, and you have to use both hands to kind of judge the distance between there's one to the north of that central camp where you guys had climbed down from the, or climbed up the mountain, and there's one to the southwest. How how late at night would you say it is? Because it was it was light out before we went and faced the green dragon. It was light out before you went and faced the green dragon, just barely. Or, I'm sorry, actually, no. We, it was light when you guys headed down towards the, the dragon's cave. Right. You right. spent about a half an hour, 45 minutes or so, yeah, going down there. Yeah, the, the dragon's lair. Yeah. Um, when you left the dragon's lair, you spent pr a good couple hours at the dragon's lair itself. 
Um, I think we said about three hours total there. Yeah. Um, you explored for another hour or so, then you headed back up. So about this time, you're guessing based on where the, the moon currently is in the sky, which is a little bit hard to see because these clouds they early described are moving in. You're saying it's uh, midnight-ish, getting close to there maybe. Oh, okay. I didn't think didn't, it was that late. All right, all right, didn't, all right. Didn't we take a long rest? You took, took a, a short a, rest. We took a short rest in okay. the, after the dragon, yeah. Or I thought it was after the bees. After the bees, you took a long rest, and you spent okay, most yeah. of the day there exploring the grotto, and then going down to the dragon, fighting the dragon, dealing with all that, and you spent the whole day in the mountain. Mm. It's now late in the evening. Yeah. Well, as we're going back up, I guess how why I mean... The map is one thing, but how wide are the, the trails coming up the side of this mountain? You remember that uh, uh, the trail itself wasn't a difficult, dangerous climb. It was more following a path winding around the side of this mountain. Um, it took you about an hour to get get from the top to the bottom, um, and or at least to the mouth of the cave. And most of the, of the trails were... Ten, anywhere between 10 and 20 feet wide. All right, I want to set a couple of my bell traps, just a couple of them, while we're dealing with him, and then I'll pick up the bells when I come back down. Okay, so you're spending uh, the next probably 30 ten, minutes yeah. or, so, yeah, or more? As, you know, just a couple as we go up. Because I figured they could wake him up and interrogate him, and then Liam can help me put up a couple of these traps. Okay. So you're going to spend... Uh, how how long would you say you're you're gonna uh, spend? Uh, we'll just put up a few of them, so maybe five to ten minutes per trap. We're not, yeah, they're not. I mean, it's just gonna be like a single bell. We're gonna, you know, hide it amongst. Yeah, tripwire single like, bell. Maybe the shallowest, a couple of the shallowest spots of what we've covered, the few hundred feet we came down, a couple of the shallowest spots, the like smallest passage. Sure. That's where we're gonna put them. Okay, go ahead and just make a general dexterity check for setting up your traps. Um, while they're doing that, while Liam and, and Blood are setting traps and scouting, Apollyon, Eloise, and uh, Vale, what are you three up to? I would like to use my produce flame cantrip to burn the web, the webbing that's blocking the, uh, the way down. Okay. So as you produce flame in your hand, I look and then I put the web and I just stop concentrating on it. And poof, as the ball of flame erupts in your hand, a few seconds later, just the the um, webbing dissolves into nothingness and kind of just blows away on the wind. Wow, that was more effective than I thought it would be. Let me just double check and make sure it's concentration. I thought it was. Yes, it is. It is. Yes. Okay. Uh, Vale kind of smirks to himself and he thinks uh, maybe I should let her work pretty hard at that and then right before she was done with the last of it stopped concentrating. <laughs> he doesn't say it out loud though. He knows better. Probably a good call. So it's when does he know better? <laughs> he doesn't keep his fucking mouth shut. Apollyon, what are you up to? 
do I have the Hobgoblin restrained already? The Hobgoblin is asleep. Uh, Vale knocked him out with a spell. Um, if you want to, you can certainly tie him up. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tie him up. I'm just gonna hog tie him. You have and rope? Then, uh, I should. Yeah. Hold on one second. I do. I have hemp and rope. I'm assuming that's 50 feet, which yeah. does attach to Explorer's pack. Yep. And it, no trouble as the guy is asleep. Um, actually, that reminds me. Isn't sleep a concentration spell, Vale? Um, yeah, so I guess the spider webs would have... Yeah, um, it would have disappeared automatically, but yes. whatever, we're not going to write down that. Anyway, um, yeah, with no problem, with no trouble whatsoever, you hogtie the hobgoblin up, uh, or however you want to tie him up. I want to take him, uh, take a little extra time and run a couple, like, uh, separate pieces of rope as straps through the hogtie so that I can, like, pick him up like a backpack and put him on my back. Okay, I dig it. I dig it, and so for the next 30 minutes, you... Work with your rope. Go ahead and give just give me a basic dexterity check. See how tight you you've managed to do this. So for the next thirty minutes or so, you you sit there and work with a rope, looping it through, um, in and on itself, uh, tying his hands and feet together, and you get what you think would work pretty well as a backpack. Careful, don't leave right. him on his, his stomach. He'll suffocate. That's probably where he is right now, with a moving him around <laughs> to... to um, well, I'll take my foot and roll him over and sit down on his chest and slap him in the face a little bit to wake him back up. Okay. So you slap this uh, hobgoblin hard across the face, probably doing a point of damage to him. And the hobgoblin, when you hit the hobgoblin, you see a little bit of blood go shooting out from his nose as you crack him across the face. And after a few seconds, the hobgoblin just shakes its head a little bit and seems to be like, his, his eyes are flickering and rolling about his head a little bit. He seems to be starting to wake up. Have we already looted these other guys? You have not. I would like to do that, please. Okay. Go ahead and make an investigation check. Planned to do that last session, but as we quit. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Uh, Eloise, you kneel down and begin padding (laughs) through their bodies, and it's the weirdest thing. Like, you thought they had weapons, you thought they had... They, th- they were doing something, but for the life of you, you can't find anything on their bodies. Send a druid to do a veil. Veil yeah. walks I'm over. I'm a little distracted. I, I keep. I'm paying more attention to what Apollyon's doing to make sure he doesn't kill the person he's meant to be interrogating. Veil kind of, you know, walks over and rolls his eyes and says, "If you want to search him, you can't use your tail. You need to use your hands." And uh, <laughs> he, he attempts to search. Yeah, that's a pretty good call, actually. He killed the last person he interrogated. Hmm, this is true. Look, I don't know my own strength, that's all. Well, there's no in your own strength, and there's throwing a javelin. Go ahead and, and roll your investigation a man, check. A man yeah. in a jail cell. 
I mean, so far, oh, everyone is oh, oh, everybody else. I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, you did. No, it's, 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 it's investigation, people. He I meant to do investigation. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, my God. It's the same bonus. It really was. That was a crit yeah. fail, oh, and it is yeah. the same bonus. <laughs> I'm going to say, you t You know, each of them had – some of them had weapons. Oh. Um you find a great sword. Let's see. You're proficient in intimidation? Drow, baby. I you, guess you get that because you find a, a, a quarter staff. Uh, make that two great swords. Two great swords and um, four javelins. That's what you managed to find off these hobgoblins. They don't seem to have but any money or anything they? else. No gold. You don't. He doesn't find any gold or anything like that. We still need to search those two uh, lizard things up there too. You take their heads too. Um, blood. Uh, with a twenty-two, you, you managed to rig up a few decent traps. You, you think you you have a, a pretty good span over the the trail. Uh, leading up for about 100 feet, and then another at about 75 feet. I think this will be uh, be able to give us a little bit of a warning if anybody's going to follow up while we're dealing with this guy upstairs. So let's uh, let's head back up there, bud. Okay, I see your traps. I don't fall in them. <laughs> well, I thought you might have been helping. Where the hell did you come from, blood? I was walking by myself. <laughs> I've been standing with you the whole time, buddy. You've been getting good at that stuff, I tell you what. My new cloak. This thing is just, oh, huh. I love it. I can sneak up on anybody now. So, yeah, uh, we will head back up to the, uh, the group and our prisoner. Okay. As he heads back up, I'm going to keep heading back down. I'm looking for my horse. You're just uh, heading down? about an hour away. Hey! And, and if we backtrack right now, it'll be that much further. You can go back if you want. I'm going to check on the horse. God damn it. Uh, That's I not... You know, but... Okay. I'll head back up, and I'll tell them, hey, bring him down. Look for a couple of traps further up. They're just bells. They're not going to kill anybody. But our drunk friend, he's walking down to find the horses, so I can't let him go alone. So I will, after I go talk to them, you know, actually I'll ask Eloise, I was like, oh, Miss Eloise, could you uh, give me a tiny bit of uh, your healing touch? I, I kind of, that fireball did not feel very good. Just give me a little bit of something. I'll drink a potion to top the rest off. Oh, yes, of course. Oh man, I'm mighty hurt myself. Yeah, well, that's better than nothing. I will take it. Thank you. Yep. Blood, you get six points of healing from Eloise's healing uh, touch yeah, of cure wounds. Sorry, cure wounds. I got two, so that's what two d four plus two. Um, is it a? Uh, that's just a regular uh, healing it... potion. One of the ones I took out of uh, Belmont's bag. Oh, a lesser so healing? Just... Then yeah, it's two d four plus two. I'm going to go ahead and swig my potion of greater healing. 
Okay, go ahead, Apollyon. Um, as the two of you swig your potions, um, the rest of the group is kind of looking on as Liam just heads on down down the trail. And I'll I'll tell them I'll tell like Vale's like you keep your bird out in front of you. When you wake him up, drag him down the mountain. I'm gonna follow Liam. I'm not letting him go. Alone. Now, I will point out you still have you have not done anything with the dead hobgoblins other than searching them. I'm just gonna remind well, you guys. I will I'll tell him he's just like Polly. Why are you waiting for him to wake up? Why don't you uh take oh he's their, already awake. Take their heads. So yeah, he'll take their heads. Collect All right, yeah, we, we can work together and uh, cut off some of the heads. And I will head down and catch up to catch up to Liam. Okay. While Apollyon's uh, cutting off I'm, heads... I'm a decent amount ahead of him at this yeah, point. Yeah, well, I know. That's why I said... I'm What's your movement, Liam? For your life. Is it 50? Fair enough. That's pretty easy to see. Liam, what's your movement speed? Uh, currently, let's see. I'm pretty sure it's 50. And are you hurrying, or are you moving carefully, or no, are you moving stealthy? No, I'm just going stealthy? regular pace, but that's faster than most people's regular pace. It is. Oh, I'm 55 now. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> so well, Liam is, can, is hurrying down the side of the mountain. A couple times. And yeah, uh, Blood, go ahead and make a perception with advantage, trying to find Liam, because he has that torch, so he's pretty easy to spot. He's probably singing some... Fucking drinking Irish drinking song too. <laughs> and yeah, you easily spot the torchlight and go hurrying with your feline agility, trying to catch up. It probably takes you a good fifteen minutes yeah. or so because you did have a bit of a head start and you were interacting with the rest of the group. Um, while the two of you are heading down the side of the mountain, um, El Eloise, Apollyon, and Nithros are the two of you heading down as well, or what are you doing? Well, if Apollyon's going to be busy chopping off heads, I'm going to uh, probably gag the hobgoblin and also make sure that, you know, he, I roll him onto his side so he doesn't suffocate and or, you know, cut off the circulation to his limbs mm -hmm. uh, and make sure that he's still tied up and not just faking being asleep playing possum. No, he's awake. Um, oh, great. Apollyon slapped him awake. And, right. But as you as you gag him, his eyes meet yours, and he see you can see a, a little bit of uh, thankfulness in his eyes. Um, but beyond that, go ahead and make a um, go ahead and make an insight check. Insight. Okay. You see a thankfulness in his eyes. And also, a little bit of a, what's the word I'm, I'm looking for? Remorse? No, it's more of, he seems to be looking, looking at you, almost pleading, asking you for help in this situation. He glances down, and he, you, you watch his eyes go downward from your face along your robes and then back up again towards your face. And there's just that intent look in his eyes, and almost like he's asking you for help. 
badly wounded is he? Does he seem to be? He's very, very wounded. Go ahead and make a medicine check. He looks like he's on the verge of dying. Okay, can I help try to, like, patch him up a little bit non-magically? Um, do you have a, a medicine kit or anything like that? Uh, no, I have an herbalism kit. Wait, oh. do I? Do you? Hold on. Uh, no. No medicine kit yet. Okie dokie then, fine. I'll just, uh, poke him in the nose, cast your wounds. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and cast your wounds on him. You lay your, your, you point your finger out and boop him on the nose, and you feel that surge of healing energy, giving him five points of uh, healing back. You, you see a little, the wounds close up a little bit, and at least staunch the blood. Yeah. yeah, it's a, it's at least staunch the bleeding, and he's not bleeding out. So, when when she cat that, my head snaps in that direction. Vale's head snaps in that direction, and his eyes grow wide, and he runs over and says, uh, "What are you doing? Why are you uh, wasting stuff on an enemy? Why are you fraternizing with the enemy?" I thought the whole point of keeping this one alive was so that. He could be questioned. He was alive. And I walk Barely. over. I rip the gag out of his mouth. And I say, say something. Something. <laughs> I, I, yeah, we got one with a sense of humor. <laughs> and um, there's a little bit of a twinkle in his crossbow, And I'm really not, not in the mood for this right now. Um, he says... Why did you, what did you do to make her cure your wounds? She bled profusely. As he should. And, and don't listen to Vale. I think you have a wonderful sense of humor. Thank you, child. <laughs> Even if you're going to kill me later. Thank you. Ask him questions. Yes. Um, what are you doing here in this grove? Upon seeing this over there, my attention comes up from chopping the heads off of uh, these guys. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Over. Oh, did he wake up? Tell me where Grovy Bear is. Uh, Apollyon, you probably have been spending the last 15 minutes or 10 minutes or so um, chopping off the head of the hobgoblins. You do get the three hobgoblin heads. Um, you haven't done the, the guard drakes yet in that time. Um the hobgoblin oh, yeah. looks I'm over. Still holding the last one in my hand when I'm like talking to him. Yeah, and the hobgoblin looks over at you, and you just see this look of absolute hatred on his face, and, and he spits towards you, which doesn't even get towards your feet as you're walking up. But then the hobgoblin looks back at you, Eloise, and says. Kill me now, or set me free. I smile and I say, well, you heard him, and I start raising my finger. Whoa, 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 oh. wait. Hold it. 
right, I pause. What were you doing here? Make a persuasion check. What are these guys like the Navy SEALs Ooh, of Hot Dog? They're like trained never to never to say anything and only just die. The Hobgoblin is focused entirely on Eloise. We're hired to scout out the dragon's lair. Hired by who? Army. Which army? I met him in the Federation. Is a human named Goldtongue who hired my my war band. We were just hired to hunt a dragon and clear out its lair. When you showed up and just Massacred us. Well, we've been having a bad day. Dragon's dead, by the way. Dragon's Trust taken it, care yeah. of. Go ahead. Um... Well, you try and, 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 and face a whole world of, of your own people who have been turned into the living dead and, 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 and infected with, with, with unnatural vines. And, and poison, and, and and you have to bury all of them when you were supposed to, 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 to show up, and they were supposed to be fine and healthy, and you're supposed to learn from them. And... Vale's just slowly stepping back. Oh my god, I wish I was still there. <laughs> hey, you're, you're here. Yeah, you're gone. Somebody give her a fucking hug. Damn that metagaming owl! Shoot, shoot. I um, I cast Mage Hand and kind of pat her back with the Mage Hand. You did. You feel this pat on there, your back. I'm so sorry. If we got the wrong, the wrong impression of you and your people. Go ahead and make an insight check, Eloise. There you go. Yeah. He's not lying, but he's also not completely telling the truth. Why and that's the last freebie I'm going to give you, Owens. And I'm grabbing onto the, the front of his armor. And he, as you're shaking him a little bit, you, you, a, a bit of blood kind of coughs up from from his lungs and a little bit hits you and most of it's kind of going down his chin. Why do you, you're just going to kill me anyway. Just get it over with. Or I can kill you. This could go one of two ways here. What was that, Vale? And I start to raise my hand and finger again, like waiting in anticipation for, uh, for, <laughs> Eloise to give me the nod. 
Okay, what are you doing, Eloise? Or I can heal you. It could go one of two ways. Your choices inform this. Are you the, with these druids? He says, as he's kind of looking up at you. They were friends. You should know what we sought. What we are hired to find. Well, you won't find anything here anymore. The dragon thought of that. So you slew my people. You killed all of my my men. Can you honestly say you weren't going to attack? The intel we were given said there is a dragon, not a group of mercenaries coming out of the, the mountain. You're just a scouting party. The main bulk... Where's the rest of your men? Out there. He kind of turns his head and nods out into the darkness. Fine, you guys finish collecting the heads. Do what you're going to do. I'm going to go after Liam and Blood. And, and so take off running. Eloise immediately gets up and goes running as fast as she can out into the darkness. Um, Vale? Yeah, okay. I'm going to... Um, as, as, as soon as she says that and turns, I'm just going to toll the dead on him. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Oh. So that was um, eleven points of necrotic damage, which is more than enough to kill that final hobgoblin. And as the oh. bell tolls and his eardrums just burst, blood Ooh. squirting out of either side, he drops to the ground dead. Uh, I'm going to search him and then make my way up back up the hill and search those two um, uh, lizard things. Okay. Go ahead and make your investigation check. Um, Eloise, I would like you to make a dexterity saving throw for me. Oh, that's going to go so well. Oh, but I have the boots now. Oh, that only helps with stealth. Yeah, no, this is still going to go. <laughs> hey! Hey, not bad. You're running out there as quickly as you can um, down the slopes of the mountain. And as you're running, your eyes are sweeping the cliffside left, right. And you see a very thin line with bells attached to it going from a tree to... Um, what appears to be a log, and you jump over it just in the nick of time, pulling your tail up behind you as you land and manage to dodge the first of Blood's um, uh, uh, bell traps. Go ahead and make a second dexterity check. <laughs> um, vale. I'm going to fucking trip her. I did tell him about him. Vale, with your, your eight um, check... The hobgoblin has a longsword 
and a shield and two javelins on him. I just hand all the javelins we that were found to Apollyon, and then I'll go up and check the Drake things. Go ahead and make the next investigation check. I'll take the javelins. There you go. Unfortunately, it's a shame that you got a nat 20 on the two things that aren't much right. more than giant lizards. That's what they are. They're, they're basically um, tiger-sized uh, four-legged lizards. Um, however, you do find a very intricate set of harnesses over this creature. They go circles its head, kind of goes over and under its body and around its legs, um, that, and you see a very large iron ring in the center of it that appears to possibly have had a, um, been connected to a leash at one time for these creatures. All right, uh, so I, um, I'll start on taking that off, and just as I'm doing it, I'm thinking, Apollyon's going to love this. <laughs> it's safe for Grovy Bear. You can go ahead and put down that you have those uh, two guard drake harnesses. Um, while this is all going on, um, and Eloise still needs to make her second dexterity save. So go ahead and do that, Eloise. Um, Liam and Blood, 14, yeah, you, you managed to jump over the second one with no problem. Liam and Blood, you've been Look heading what down. We have done for us is tell us up a chair. The Lord bless the man who invented beer, 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 till... Oh, hey, blood, where'd you come from? Oh, would you please shut the fuck up? <laughs> I get it. You are a cheerful chap. But there are people down there that want to kill us, and you are just singing them a bit. Just, just stop. That's all that's... Let me be clear with you, Blood. You and I, we're the most strongest of all the group, obviously. What do we find down here, Hey there, Fables. Thanks they for checking us out. I appreciate it. Um, it's late at night. They're probably thanks for stopping by, down. and I'll definitely make sure to check you out. Would you like me to teach you? I, I, I appreciate the offer, but I'm going to have to decline. Uh, yeah, let's... Let, Let's try and sneak up down there to see if we can get to our horses. And if we can get to the horses quietly, and we can get away from the fires quietly, I will let you sing to your heart's content. Let me sing. You're funny. All right. How about this? I will join you. Ooh. Now there's a prospect. This is not. This they is not are rolling shit for the coming perception. Coming out of the caves, screaming, "What are we doing, man?" And then we didn't get the drop on the guys trying to get the drop on us. Wow. I'm gonna send uh, Jareth out to fly, to find them, fly and tell them to hold up, and uh, kind of nod towards Apollyon, and start walking to meet up with the rest of the group. If I see Jared, I'm just gonna bat him away because I don't speak bird. So, awesome, because I, I don't know who Jared is, so that's cool. <laughs> well, Jared. I'm sorry, I, I forgot you created a TH at the end of the word Jared, and that makes it totally different. <laughs> hey, man, I, I didn't create it. That's the Goblin King. 
Yeah, they're about halfway down the mountain, yeah, and you guys are halfway. just now finishing right. up. Well, this is, I mean, it's always good to split the party, so this can't end <laughs> any. This is this is great. So uh, I'm gonna start walking, and I'm yeah. suggesting cool. Apollyon comes with me. Don't you that again, me? Well, what what are we running into? I will go ahead. Maybe maybe at least 30, 30 feet ahead of Liam. Okay, so for the sake of, uh, of this, go ahead. Give me marching order of how you guys are moving. Um, Blood and Liam, you are together. However, far apart, you're you're moving. Eloise, you are next, probably about 15 minutes behind them. Um, Apollyon and uh, Vale, you two are just now starting, so you have an hour's travel. Um, to go down from the top of the mountain, or from the cliffside from that that you guys are currently in, to the bottom. So, All right. So, Blood, you're kind of moving a little bit ahead of Liam as much as, much as you can? Yeah, Is that what you're doing? Stay out of his, the light of his torch. So if anybody sees the torch coming down, they're just going to see him. They're going to focus on that torch. Not necessarily focus on him to kill him. But they are only going to be able to see that torch because it's going to that night blindness. It's, that's all they're going to be able to see. Mm -hmm. They're more than welcome to try. <laughs> okay. See, I'll throw up another. Oh, yeah, I am. I'm gone. <laughs> Blood who? Blood fades into the night completely with that cloak of his and is stealthily moving ahead. Um, however. Since you're stealthing ahead and he's just kind of boldly going, he's, catch up to me, yeah. he's going to catch up to you and eventually pass you before you make it to the bottom. Well, I'll, I mean, I won't stealth the whole way. I'll just do it ever periodically. Okay. So I'll try and stay ahead of him, though. Um, as because you guys... This warning, I'm not singing anymore. For now. We'll sing all you want later. For now, yeah. As you guys are moving downward, down down the mountain, Liam and Blood, you've ma managed to make it a good three quarters of the way down. As you do, the clouds have pushed past you all, past the mountain itself, and are moving quite quickly, and are beginning to. Um, quite loudly, you begin to hear thunder, you begin to see the flash of lightning, uh, arc across the sky, uh, jagged forks of blue and white light, and another ten minutes go by, and as you're just starting to reach the foothills of the mountain, it begins to rain. Eloise... You're about halfway down the mountain. Actually, more like three-quarters of the way down by the time they reach the bottom. You're about 15 minutes behind them, hurrying. Apollyon and Vale, the two of you are about 10 minutes behind Eloise at this point, 
hurrying as much as you can, trying to get down the mountain. I'm going to go ahead and move you guys over real quick. Just FYI, Matt, I use these type of sounds to fall asleep too, so you know, don't keep them up too long. Oh, so you're going to be passing out here pretty soon? It's always a possibility. positive thing I guess with the rain I will hold back and I will let him catch up to me because his torch isn't going to survive long so he could stick with me and I can guide us down and it does not as by the time you guys reach the bottom of the mountain to the pass itself where you reach uh, level ground the torch has been put out and the two of you have been forced to slow down significantly to help, that way you can help him yeah. Make his way make his way back. Uh, Eloise, you're still about ten minutes of, uh, behind them. Apollyon and Vale, you're about ten minutes behind her. Just so you know. Sorry, I was cutting out. Can you hear can you say that again? What's that? Say that one more time for me. I would say, uh, if you'll allow, like, a little bit of a retcon, I could be dropping regular arrows, because I use bolts most of the time, and I've got a shitload of extra arrows. I could drop arrows, like, every 40, 50 feet, just so they know that they're going down the right path to get down the mountain. Because Kyle, or Liam, he's got his little trait thing, so I've been sticking with him. But in mm -hmm. the rain and all this crap, I, I don't want them getting lost, so they just follow the arrows. Yeah. Hopefully they'll follow the arrows. I dig it. Yeah. Eloise, um, Vale, Apollyon, go ahead and make perception checks as you're making your way down the side of the mountain to see whether or not you see what Vale's trying to do, or what Blood's trying to do. Where'd you little sneaky, sneaky guys go? Oh, shit. Eloise, with no trouble whatsoever, you begin to see these arrows uh, littering the path down the side of the mountain. And it's kind of weird, but there they are. Arrows just lying there along the path. Apollyon and, and Vale, you don't see a goddamn thing. So oh, those sticks are awfully straight, and there's a, you see a straight stick every now and then. Weird. I, I straighten them as I go and I keep pointing them yeah. and like I, I make sure that they're pointing in their direction <laughs> these are OCD breadcrumbs right yeah <laughs> eventually Liam and Blood you do make it down to the, the bottom of the mountain Liam you do know exactly where the horses have been set up and I'm going to go ahead and show you that now.
All four, all five of you should be able to see this map and see your tokens. Can you not? If anyone cannot, please tell me now. Yep, I can see as well. I can see. Yep. Yeah. All good. Yeah. Okay, Eloise, I put you next to Jareth on on one side. Apollyon and Vale, I put you on the other side, just so because you guys are not down here yet. This is Liam and Blood. Um, and at the bottom of the mountain, in the very far distance, uh, Liam, you know that you had hidden the cart and the horses. Uh, you, you hid the, heart, the heart cart and you tied up the horses to several trees, um, probably around 60 or 70 feet inward. You, pro you probably can't see them just yet in your field of vision, although actually Liam... You shouldn't be able to see a goddamn thing, so hold on a second. Yeah, my torch is out. So there. Very comforting. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm happy well, to oblige. I will put my hand on his shoulder, and I will lead him to where we're going. <laughs> what the hell is that? It, it's me, buddy. Oh, it's okay. Me. Okay, so... What are you guys doing now that you're at the bottom of the hill, of the mountain? Uh, well, I'm gonna kind of put my hand on his shoulder and let him know I'm there. I will guide us underneath yeah, I'll, the tree. I'll prep to him which which tree I believe should be next on the path, but I, I can't direct him anymore. Well, I will guide him. I mean, I could probably with my I could see a couple of the horses ahead, but I'm gonna move us under. Like this tree here to set him next to the tree. Okay. And then Blood's going to go out and he's going to scout a bit. Okay. So you lead uh, Liam over to a tree, place his hand against it to let him know what it's there. Yeah. I mean, is it like really like there's no even like any kind of moonlight with this storm at all? Like As, as you look up now, the clouds are getting very dense. And. Okay. There is no so star. So maybe lightning flashes, he could kind of get a vision of possibly surroundings. Okay. Possibly, but not a lot. He can tell that he's underneath a tree. He can see a few trees around him, but it's pretty dark moving forward. Yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna just tell him I'm gonna do a quick scout of the area. Liam, Liam, I'm gonna, gonna give you like ten out my feet. Quarter step and do a stealth check to uh, try and be hidden. And this is me moving out to look. So, Liam, I gave you 10 feet of um, a vision to kind of reflect the lightning flashes. Sure, sure. And the both of you kind of meld into darkness as, uh, as the rain is just pouring, pouring down. Eloise, I would like you to go ahead and make another um, dexterity check. Because as you are hurrying down the side of the mountain, it is getting very wet out and very slippery. Real quick, before I leave Liam, I'm going to hand him one of these sending stones that we bought. Okay. That we completely fucking forgot about. I'm going to hand him a stone. We should have left one up top. I'm going to give him a stone so he can talk to me. Okay, I dig it. So How you... does this work? Uh, I... 
I, I, I don't know exactly. Like, squeeze it and just talk into it, and I think it goes, I hear it with mine. Essentially, when you squeeze it, it's like casting the, the spell message. Okay. So you can say 25 words um, to the other person, and as long as they're holding the, the stone, they'll hear it. However, it only works once. It only works once? Yeah, read the card. God damn it. Okay. Uh, no. Okay, if he tells me that it only works once, I won't use it for jokes. <laughs> oh, until the next dawn. Yeah, okay, so we only get it once per day. Yeah. Yeah. Was that a dex save or a dex check? Dex save, Fleming. Hey, at least my trap. Eloise, as you're running down the no, side of this mountain, the rain is just pelting you. And it's getting cold, it's getting slippery, and your your feet hit a rock that just goes flying out from you, and you tumble ass over tea kettle, striking the ground and sliding a good 30 feet down the wet gravel and, and wet rock. It hurts quite a bit. You don't take da damage unless you want to take a single point of damage. But <laughs> it hurts, and it's going to take going to take you a good uh, five, six minutes to get yourself up and and organize yourself, which allows Vale and Apollyon to just about catch up to you. Ow. So, Blood. Stupid tail. Um, Blood, as you are sneaking towards the next tree, go ahead and make a perception check. Your eyes are darting around the tree, looking towards the horses, and they seem fine. There are um, the hobblers, which are basically just ropes wrapped around their feet to keep them from running off, are still there. They're still their reins are still tied to the trunk of the tree. They seem agitated and nervous, but beyond that, you don't really see a whole lot. Could be the storm, or it could be there are people nearby. And I'm gonna, I'll head back up to Liam, grab him. Give me another stealth check, please. Ooh, this is ugly, even with advantage. Can't be perfect always. But my mama said I was perfect. What my mama said. It's a good Christopher song. Okay, Blood. You make your way back up towards Liam. Relay to him. Uh, I mean, the horses look all right. They got all the ropes and stuff on them still, but they are very, very agitated. I, I mean, it could They're be probably the hungry. Well, it could be that. It could be the storm, but it could be there's something waiting for us. 
They've been here by themselves for over a day. I'm sure they're starving. I'd like Search to take me to them. them. I'll feed them. Liam, go ahead and give me another stealth check. Both of us? Liam, specifically, since you're the one talking. Oh. Well, we were both talking. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, he is whispering down into you. And fortunately, you're you're as low as Liam is whispering. Your keen cat ears are being being able to hear it. Well, then I will just be like, because you gave him ten feet, so I'll just be like, all right, you know, keep lightning strikes in your eyes and just follow me. We'll go up and we'll get to him. By this time, Eloise, Apollyon, Vale, the three of you, and Jareth have made your way down to the foot of the mountains. You're kind of looking Did you out... Grab all the heads? You guys can, are looking out among the trees. But there's nothing there. Not even shadows moving. Like, the lightning strikes, and as it does, you're just seeing shadow upon shadow upon shadow moving this way and that. It's very disconcerting. I mean, do we see the fire, the campfires of the other people? You do not see any campfires nearby. Um, go ahead and actually, go ahead and make every, all three of you make individual perception checks. Wow. Fucking hell. Just wow. No way. Oh my god. Wow. All three of Jesus, you. Jesus. We perceive everything <laughs> not only do you perceive the forest for from the trees you see some scruffy looking bastard looking down upon the whole thing just kind of chuckling as he watches everything <laughs> you do well, see i like to think i'm god but i think he's talking about god oh you're talking about me baby <laughs> yeah but eloise uh, apollyon and vale all three of you very easily managed to see about 300 feet away from where you currently are, a bit of light out there in the distance. Pretty decently sized, making you think it's probably a campfire. You also see Apollyon and Eloise, two lumbering shapes. And you guys are moving way too quickly. Sorry. Yeah, back up back up to me. <laughs> um anyway. I'm just trying to keep pace with him because I can't see anything. Yeah, your token just disappeared from me, blood. I don't know why. Huh? I'm with I'm Yeah, just he's, he's he's next to me. Huh, weird, it's not showing up for me. I'm gonna yeah, reset. I still see him. I see him. He's right next to Liam. Yeah, no big deal. I'm just I I have to reset. I just stealthed so hard I broke your game. You did. You really did. <laughs> you disappeared. You're in someone else's game now. So too hard. DM can't find me. First, you gotta find me. <laughs> that shit crashes. <coughs> yeah, it crashes. It happens. Anyway. Well, now I have to reload the music, too.
What happened to the rain? I had to reload it. Reset it, so because I stealthed so hard, he had to reset everything. Yeah, you did. Um, Eloise, um, who is it? Uh, Apollyon and Eloise. The two of you can see. Let's see. About fifty-five, just barely on the edge of your vision, just slightly under your sixty feet of vision, you can see both Blood and Liam, or at least their shapes. They're very dark, shadowy shapes, heading towards um, the forest with your natural fucking twenties. Blood and Liam, the two of you are heading towards the um the wagon and the horses right now so what do you guys do uh yeah we're just moving up uh to get near them and i guess i mean with a passive of 18 perception i mean that would just kind of be looking for anything moving in my i'm looking for shapes moving out there but i guess if i want to make a specific check to see if there's anything around the horses i'll make another perception check yeah, yeah we're just getting up to them Go yeah. Go ahead as you're ma making your way towards the horses. Make another perception check for them. Just gonna watch. Oh, that's not bad. Blood. <laughs> How far away were those big shapes in the distance? About 60 feet, just right in your vision. 60 feet? Yeah, right at the edge of your vision. There's 60 feet ahead of you. Moving, moving south. And I've, I've got an arrow cocked and ready to go in the crossbow. Uh, yeah, at this point, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ready my Eldritch Blast. It's going to be sizzling around inside of my mouth, ready for anything to spring out at us. And I'll probably pull out one of Grova Jars. Since it's a hand crossbow, I'll pull out one of the swords as well. Okay. Just so I'm ready for anything. So. I'm doing everything I possibly can to not trip and fall again. As you guys are doing that, um, Eloise, go, just make a general dexterity check for me. Um, Blood and Liam, is there anything the two of you can see right now? Uh, I mean, I can, I can see the horses and the wagon. I think you know I can't see anything. I know you can't. If there's anything else, I can see everything. Oh. Please, no. Eat. And I need. Eat so much. Yeah, as Eloise is making her way down this path, she trips and falls, and I need everyone <laughs> to make to go ahead and roll for initiative for me. As you guys are beginning a sneak attack round from the enemies. How the hell am I moving so fast? I can't see anything. This is going to be stupid. Yeah, I always forget to click my character. Damn. Yeah, I already had mine clicked, but how how is how has he got a twenty three point eight team ahead of mine? That ain't I, right. No, it's because he hasn't reordered the list yet. Uh oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, yours, um Apollyon was fifteen. Fifteen, sorry, I'm bad. Okay. 
Just give me a moment to get this organized. I really hope we're getting some views because uh, I've been laughing my ass off this game. <laughs> I hope I did have to check on it earlier. We're like a five or six viewer, or four or five viewers, I think. We're starting. We're not expecting much. So we exactly. got only the smart people watching. Awesome. Hi, friends. What up? totally cheating right now i just opened the twitch stream and i see the dm screen <laughs> yeah totally cheating yeah that's what i i had my because i saw the stuff like just basic things at first i was like are you sure you want that open he's like yeah i want it open so i had to shut it down because i don't want it yeah i'm specifically it. allowing the people who watch to to see things yeah i don't want to i don't want to that's just takes the fun out of it yeah absolutely yeah. Uh, i just wanted to see if there were any viewers? Too. I don't know how. How do you see oh. if there are viewers? Uh, it said like right under, like when you open it, it'll tell you how many viewers there are. The Gazer's gonna be my pet. Right it says two viewers. Oh uh, well, it was four earlier. One of them might be. One of them might be me. Yeah, I think it's me. Me and Vale are the two viewers right now. <laughs> We're like the people who like our own statuses. <laughs> Is that you? Are you the third? No, I'm not. No, I'm not watching. I haven't clicked start watching. For me, it's a blank screen. I think my daughter might be watching, or my NP might be watching. I'm not sure which. Anyway. Either way, hello. Hello, everybody. Thank you for watching. We appreciate it. We're jumping in right now, and Liam, it is your. Um, you got first. However, we are moving into a sneak attack round right now. So we're going to go ahead and do that. And I am prone. Great start. Awesome. Liam, from where you're standing, a javelin comes flying out of the darkness towards you. And that's a 20 to hit. That'll hit. I can't use deflect missiles to catch that, can I? That's a good question, actually. I would think anything that that's got the throne property, I should have the ability. But if it's you th if you say it's too big, I'll agree. Well, it's all about whether the condition set on you too, of a surprise. I would you. also say, like a javelin, you'd probably need like both your hands for. Yeah, deflect missiles is one hand. You have the torch thing, anymore, so. right? No, there's no, no torch the on torch me. Is gone. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I was the DM, I would say you need both hands free if you want to try to catch a javelin. Yeah, I already said I, gr I pulled out my quarterstaffs handed at the moment. Okay. okay, so what the wording of it actually is, is if you, you, if you reduce the damage to zero, you can catch the missile if it is small enough for you to hold in one hand and you have at least one hand free. You could probably just knock it away. So... Technically, you use one hand for a javelin. But then it's a DM call. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say yeah. 
I'm going to say that, yes, a javelin is typically thrown with one hand. It's... Alright. You're going well, to gonna have to roll high. I don't need to roll because it's dexterity, proficiency, and a d8 roll. And dex and proficiency gives me eight points right off the bat. Well, what I was going to say is I want you to roll with disadvantage on this because it's a javelin. It, it, I mean, it's a d8 either way, and I get... I get over eight, for, and the damage was seven, so I caught oh. it no matter what if, if I'm allowed to catch it. Okay. Well, the, I'm going to say that you are allowed to catch it, but because of the weight, you can't throw it back. Yeah, I think that's, that's fair. fair. I, would, I, wouldn't, I don't see what I'm be throwing it back at anyway. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm willing to go with that because a javelin is thrown with one hand. Yes, you have to use a second hand to balance, but someone throwing a spear... I've, I've caught a spear in the hand before when someone's thrusting it at me. So logically, you can do the same thing with javelin. So you can grab the javelin, but because of the weight of it, you can't throw it back. I think that's a good ruling, so we're going to go enough. with that. So it's, you, the javelin goes flying at you. You use your... Okay, so out of nowhere, a javelin comes, and I hear the wind whistling, and I dodge back and just snatch this thing out of midair. Absolutely, you do. Um... Now, remind me, that's your reaction, right? That's a reaction, okay. yes. Just it double check. take a key point in order to throw it back, which I wouldn't be doing in this scenario anyway. But it, um, you are using your, you are using your, um, your reaction. Okay, good to know. Good to know. That's it for that guy's turn. Next off, a heavy crossbow boat is flying towards you, Liam. Because you're the, the closest one there. And that's a 10, so that misses. Are these all coming at me? He said you were the closest one, so... Yep. I'm guessing there's some on the other side. Don't worry. Fair enough, I'm gonna fair get, enough. okay. I'm going to get shot at, too. Okay, yeah. Blood. I'm going to need you. Oh, um, does a 15 hit? A 15 does not hit. A 15 does not hit. A bolt of energy comes shooting towards you, and you just barely manage to jump back and dodge in time as this bolt of energy comes hit, aiming towards you. Okay, that's it for that guy. I'm also going to need you, um, Blood, to make a wisdom saving throw for me. Ooh, it's bad news for you guys. Ooh, yes. You are currently charmed. 
until his next turn. Oh, it's my speed is having disadvantage on attack rolls, so it's mm -hmm. not like I have to attack my friends. No. You are just, um... I'm just dazed. You're just okay. dazed. Okay. Yeah, so... Don't, I mean, my best thing is ranged stuff, so I'm not gonna fucking shoot you, Liam. <laughs> I, I, would, I wouldn't have noticed that you got charmed anyway. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't either. <laughs> Save my shit. Um, also, an Eldritch Blast comes shooting out from the darkness towards you, Blood, because I assume a 26 hit uh, for you, two you know points what? of damage. I'm, I'm going to go with no, it doesn't. Oh, it definitely does. Special. <laughs> two points. Two points. Thank God he had a shit damage roll. Speaking of Eldritch Blast, did I ever get to use my held action? Did I actually see anything? You have not seen anything happen other than... Blasts of energy coming towards you. This was a sneak attack round. While yes, you were technically holding it, um, this has to yeah, happen first, and the, then the your yeah, you're you are going to get be able to do stuff after the sneak attack. So you still have your hold action. Don't worry about that. Okay, I was just making sure. Okay, blood as well. That's a 12, so that misses. A arrow comes flying at you from the darkness, and you just kind of jump back out of the way, and it misses you entirely. Last but not least, that should not have been an advantage. So, Apollyon, a small dart, an odd-looking ranged weapon, comes shooting out of the darkness towards you, and it just bounces off the side of your, um, off the side of your muscles, more than anything else. That was a terrible, terrible throw. That's right. Okay. Ooh, that tickles. Now, we are in the beginning of the combat order. Uh, before that, Apollyon, can you see any enemies right now? Can you physically see any? Yeah, I see one over here. Then you have your held action that you can do. <laughs> I guess I had my crossbow. I, could, I mean, I guess I didn't say I was holding a shot. It's up to you. Yeah, no, he was the only one who said he was holding an yeah, action. you were holding a shot. You were oh, stealthy. One, That's I different. Say, yeah. Unfortunately, a 10 does not hit. Dang. All right. However. Oh, wait, I should have two beams at level 5. I'm sorry. You do. So go ahead and shoot your second one. Oh. oh. Nope. Yep. <laughs> two beams of energy brighten up the darkness that shot from Apollyon's mouth. Unfortunately, both of them miss. Now, as it is 819, I'm going to go ahead and say we're going to take a break before the beginning of the next round where Liam is going to be picking up um, at the top of it, and we're going to be going from there. Okay? Sounds good. Roger. Okay.
So we are on break right now, and we will be back soon.
Okay, welcome back. We're picking up from where we left off at the bottom, or at the top of the order, starting with Liam. You have just had a bunch of random shit thrown at you, and um, things seem to be streaking out from the darkness. So, what are you wanting to do, Liam? I would like to, uh, could you highlight the direction and target that those Eldritch Blasts went? Because that's the only light I've seen for a minute. Okay, the Eldritch Blast came from that direction. Did you see it? Uh, yours, yours is black. I'll do it. This direction, Liam. Can you see Oh, mine? I'm at, at Apollyon's Eldritch Blast. Which direction <laughs> did that head? Oh, sorry. That was back in the back, so this direction. Okay, so I'm going to attempt to head that direction with my... Awesome movement, and maybe I'll find something. Okay. Go running backwards. Um, Is this gravel? Hey, gravel! <laughs> Indeed, that is gravel. Um, your poor pack horse that has been tied to a tree um, hobbled and um, left the way you left it. I don't see anybody in my range. I am going to stand right here and play defense for gravel. Okay, <laughs> I dig it. Blood, you're up next. Uh, well, I can see a couple. So I'm going to move a little bit, take my shot at disadvantage at her. I'm going to end up using feline agility to get a full set of movement instead of just my half movement. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to go and set the disadvantage. Take a shot at that one. And I should have turned fucking sharpshooter on. So that'll just be a regular shot. And so, I assume uh, I'm not getting on. sneaky. Point, at, point one more time at who you're shooting at. Uh, the, this one over here. Yes. Okay, yes, that does it. I'm assuming I don't get sneak attack because, you know, it's in the you dark. Well, that's still 16 points on... Little Miss Pretty. 16 points of damage as your bolt of energy that was shooting out in the darkness, lighting up a little bit and striking into this uh, individual who is hiding behind the tree. And I'm going to run up and I'm going to hide in this tree. And I'm going to hide. It's <laughs> advantage to do a perception check to find me. And that's me. Okay. That's it for you. Well, you're hidden. Don't worry about everybody else. Well, you want me hidden. Okay. So, next we come to the Orc Assassin's turn. Coming towards me? Yep. I've got 10 feet. Can you describe it better? What's that? Can you hear me? I'm going to use the reaction to hit him with my pole arm. 
And the 24, I'm sorry, my, I swung with a 24. Go ahead and swing your reaction thing. Okay. Only meant to roll that once, but either one's bad, so that's, that's fine. It does not hit. You swing towards it with your quarter staff, um, missing completely. His was a 24. The first one that hits. I still don't see him on my screen. He is right next to you. Literally right I don't next. even see Matt on the screen. Yeah, I don't. I don't see Matt. I don't think uh, you refreshed. I still see him. He never moved. He never moved, yeah, and it. the last thing you rolled was um, <coughs> perception on the orc assassin a seventeen. At least that's what's showing. Can you guys hear me? There, there you, you go. Can you see me now? Yes. <coughs> Sorry about that. And it's roll 20. So that first um, was 11 points of damage, Liam, just so you know. Uh, okay. Okay, I there see we the go. Character now. All right. Okay. Um, so the second attack is a 19 to hit. Yeah, that hits. It's 12 points of slashing damage. That's it for the orc's turn. This orc comes running towards you, Liam, um, with a scimitar in its hand. It just comes into your field of vision. You try to react with your quarterstaff. However, the swing goes wide, and then this creature just cuts into you once and twice with its scimitar. <coughs> Vale, Vale, you're up next. All right, um, Vale's... Assessing the situation, notices that a lot of the people can't see, so he's going to use his racial ability, dancing lights, that he could use once per day, and throw up some light um, around the battlefield. Can you give me four uh, small orbs, please? I can. Um, is that an action to do? Yes, it's going to be my action. Okay. One second while that loads. Obviously, they're not that big, but we're using this. Yep. 
And what's the light radius on each of the orbs? Uh, 10 feet dim light. Okay, each one has 10 feet of light, and where are you moving them towards? All right, so I don't want to... You're cutting out, buddy. Do you mind if I place them beyond the cart? If you... It, it looks like you can move them. It's, it's a range of 120 feet, so just put uh, bling on the map where you're wanting them, and I'll put them there. So then 20 feet over here. Okay. So this is how I die. No. You're not gonna die. Uh, you're more optimistic than I am, sir. <laughs> Look about right. Yeah, it looks about right. Uh, Liam, can you see? Yeah, I can see your orbs. Um, can you see the creatures near them? Um, I can see a couple of them. I, I mean, there's not much I can do anyway, but yeah, that helps. Um, and then I'm going to move a little bit to the other side of Apollyon, and that will be my turn. Okay. As the field of battle lightens up a bit more and you duck back behind Apollyon, it, we come to the a Dragonborn's turn. Who... Okay, so from where it stands, um, Eloise, a heavy crossbow bolt comes shooting towards you in the darkness. I'm and that's currently prone. I don't know if that affects it. It does. Uh, you well, are, it actually gives him disadvantage. Yeah. It does. Which, so that's an 11 to hit. So luckily you are on the ground prone. I forgot that you were on the ground prone. I'm going to go with it. Um... The bolt goes flying in an arc and lands just next to your head, thunking into the ground about maybe half a foot from your eyeball. You stupid fucking tail! What the blood? Apollyon, your turn next. All right. I saw that guy uh, move down towards Liam, so that's where I'm going to go. 
you get close, you see that Liam is bleeding pretty bad. Alright, I run up on this jabroni, and I'm gonna swing at him with my scimitar. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm also going to rage before I attack. Okay. Ra rage first as a bonus action. Go ahead and make your attacks with your scimitar. First attack hits. <coughs> 17. <coughs> Seventeen points of damage as your first strike cuts through him. Your second one also hits. For thirteen more points of damage. He's looking He's looking a little sore, but he still seems to be up. Um, however, he has two large gashes across this uh, the body of this creature. All right, that's it for me. And as you cut right. into him, the, the creature just kind of growls at you in pain. Jareth, your turn's up next. So uh, Jareth is going to swoop over and... Uh, the one that they've been attacking, Liam and Holly, is going to scratch at its open wounds, uh, try to get it a little preoccupied with that, as opposed to um, Liam, so give it a little distraction, and then fly back up. Okay. You go flying down towards the the orc that both Liam and Apollyon have been engaged with, and he now has, uh, the next person who attacks him has advantage. That's it for Jareth. Next up, we come to a kobold, which, oddly enough, is in the mix of this whole grouping. That's going to be it for him. A human comes running up next. Let's see what she's going to do. Okay, looking between the two of them. I'm going to say, um, Apollyon. I'm going to need you to give me a wisdom saving throw. Ooh. Yeah, that's a crit yeah. fail there. Okay. You feel your muscles begin to seize up all across your body, and you're just held right there where you are. 
as um, the spell Hold Person is cast upon you. You are now paralyzed. Well, shit. TPK on our first live stream, guys. God, that would be awesome, right? Next up, we have another orc. Apollyon, you feel a giant bolt of energy just come flying out towards you. Um... Since you're paralyzed, just so you know, um, a paralyzed creature is incapacitated and can't move or speak. The creature automatically fails strength and saving dexterity, strength and dexterity saving throws. Attack rolls against them have advantage, and any attack that hits a creature. Is a critical if within five feet. Just so you know what's going on. Yikes. A guiding bolt is uh, being cast at you, Apollo. So it has advantage to hit. And that's a 21 to hit. Yeah, that hits me. 13 points of radiant damage slams down into you, Apollo. Ouch. That's it oh, for radiant. Damn it. That's it for their turn. Next we have another. Um, this one is a, a kind of an oddly sh uh, looking pink skinned humanoid. They are taking a longbow shot at you, um, Liam, and that's a 10 to hit. That'll miss. Okay. She is moving backwards. Did you use reaction, Liam? I did when he entered my uh, area. Eloise, your turn's next. Okie dokie. Um... I'm gonna get up with half my movement. Use the other half to uh, get in this tree, and then you're running up to the tree, or are you climbing into the tree? Um, I'm gonna stay in the, on the ground for now. Um, okay, just making I sure. Am, sorry, go ahead. I was just making sure. Um, and then going to uh, throw some flame I'm producing at the orc assassin. Twenty-five is definitely going to hit. Uh, you have advantage, so just in case that crits. Oh, okay. Um, roll again. 
Nope, but 10, 10 points damage. of damage. 10 fire damage. Ten more points of fire damage as you throw a fireball in between your two companions and striking the orc uh, there between them. He's looking relatively hurt. Do anything else? Uh, no, I don't have anything bonus action-y, so I'm just gonna, you know, try and, and, and tap myself behind this tree as best I can. Okay, next up we have a hobgoblin coming creeping out from the darkness. It is going to make a javelin throw at you, Eloise, since you are the one who moved. And that's a 7 to hit, so that misses. A javelin goes flying through the air towards you, and you just look back in time and pull your tail out of the way as it lands into the ground just where that your tail had been a second ago. Next, we come to the Gazer's turn, which is floating up. Twenty feet towards you. Let's see. It has two rays. Um, Liam, out of the corner of your eye, you are able to see this as this ray of uh, bluish energy comes shooting at you towards the darkness. I'm going to need you to make a... DC 12 saving throw. What kind? Dexterity yeah. saving throw. Dex? Yeah. Oh! Fail. <coughs> oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Um, so what was that? Bye guys. 36. That's eight points of damage that strikes out at you. Any other effects on me, or um, is it just eight? Let's see. Um, just, nope, just a cold damage. It's just eight points of cold damage. Um, I'm still alive, barely. Next, I'm going to need you to make a DC 12 wisdom saving throw. You see another ray focusing towards you, and you can feel it begin to take over your mind. However, you push past the fear and manage to push this uh, ray at bay. <coughs> and Liam, it's now your turn. As you take your turn, you kind of wonder to yourself, should I have just gone running down the side of the mountain? Alright. Uh, bonus action, unarmed strike at the... I'm assuming that's the orc guy right next to me? Yes, that is the orc guy right next to you. 17 hit? 17 does hit. Alright, he's also going to uh, have to make a 
uh, constitution save because I am pumping a, uh, uh, my god, I'm so dead Stunned. I can't remember what my moves are called. A stunning strike, yes. Stunning strike, okay, go ahead and pop that into the chat for us. Uh, it's a uh, 20. 20 is going to save anyway, and my DC is like 15 or 16, whatever. Okay. So you punch into that hob the orc, and you do some damage to him, um, and he's looking pretty rough, but you do not manage to stun him. Very well. Uh, two quarterstaff strikes. Oh, the nat 20 is definitely going to hit. The 11 is not. And that's enough to crack this uh, orc in the, the side of the head with your quarterstaff. And you feel the snap of its spine as your quarterstaff strikes in the temple of the orc. And he drops to the ground bonelessly. Um... Okay, everybody ready for a really stupid move? I'm not moving at all. I'm still protecting gravel. Okay. And that's Liam's turn. Apollo, or Blood, you're up next. Uh, I'm taking a uh, shot at her. At who? Uh, the woman that's down here. Okay. The one that shot stuff at my buddies yep and that is a human woman with um dark black hair is all you can see in the darkness right now i'm assuming she didn't see me from before uh yeah, yeah you do have advantage that. on that uh you know what? just so we can hopefully make sure we hit we're not gonna go sharpshooter on this one we're just gonna take a regular shot oh my god Ooh, critical hit God, but I get the sneak attack at least. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I'm so fucking aggravated. 18, 25, or plus 15, plus... Wow, You're aggravated you got a critical hit? Yeah, but 18, I didn't do sharpshooting. 20, shoot. plus 15, 35. 35 points of damage? That's what I'm aggravated about. Wow. Uh, it, so you watch as... Just this bolt of green energy comes shooting out from a tree, arcing down, striking into the face of this woman, taking off a chunk of her jaw in the process before embedding itself into her shoulder, doing massive, massive damage. And she just clutches the side of her face and her uh, shoulder in, in, in agony. We did massive damage. Can she also, because is she the one that shot the weird shit that froze up my buddy? Yeah. Um, concentration yeah. Concentration yes. I, yes, that was her, actually. Only the whole person. Oh, three ones on that. Okay, speed. hold up. Yeah, that's a seven. That definitely failed. 
So oh, as baby. this happens, um, and this woman screams out in agony, Apollyon, you feel the hold of that paralysis um, just begin to fade from your body as she loses the concentration on that spell. Oh, yeah, I can move again. Is this another tall tree? Like, just like the one I'm... Um, it's a bit smaller. That's a pine tree by the looks of it. Um, you're, you're not going to find nearly as much uh, strong branches to hold yourself in on that one. And what I will do... You're barely managing to hold yourself aloft on, on the tree. I mean, is that. it a thick enough tree that I could probably hide amongst it? No, no. Um, you could probably hide in this tree or okay. this tree there, but that's really about it. Uh, yeah, then I'm going to come back, get into this one, and uh, go ahead and hide in that one. And actually, I mean, now, it's a bonus action to hand somebody a potion, right? If Yeah, it's a bonus uh, action to hand somebody something, or it's a bonus action to hide. You don't get both. It's yeah. a bonus action to take one yourself, but if you're giving it to somebody, if you're... Like, if well, if I'm ground, just giving it to you instead of feeding it to you. Yeah, if, 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 you're, if you're passing it from one place to another, I, I allow it as a bonus action, but that would negate your hide. Yeah. Uh, you know what? He's going to need it. Well, shh. I mean, fuck. But his turn. I mean, ugh. I'm going to give it to Apollyon and hand him the superior potion that I got from the dragon. Okay. To Apollyon. So you, I'm just going to be hanging out in those trees back there. You, you, as you run past Apollyon, you pass him that superior healing potion. That does 4d4 plus 4, if I remember correctly. And then, Blood, you come running around and take position Still next to the tree. to look for me, but I am not stealth, so I don't get a do my extra hide and shit. Okay. Vale, you're up next. All right, uh, bonus action. I'm going to be moving these lights. Uh, I'm going to put one on right here. Okay. One right here. One right here. Right, like that? Yep. Uh, just, I mean, is it, Liam, is it casting enough light where you could see it? That's my, my goal yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That, that helps quite a bit. Okay. Uh, so that was my bonus action. Uh, for my action, I'm going to point at Miss Jaw, Jaw Missing and uh, try to toll the dead her. Okay. Yeah, so, if I survive till the next round, I can see people. So... These orbs of light go moving along in through the forest, uh, illuminating some of these individuals hiding amongst the trees. Then Vale casts his spell, and she needs to make a wisdom saving throw. And that is a 10, so she fails and takes 10 points of damage. Her I'd ear. Like to point out, Matt, not every battle has to be in pitch darkness. I'm just saying. <laughs> And where's the fun of that? Uh, you know, I hate you. <laughs> anyway, 
in the darkness, because Liam can't see it, because he can't see shit, fuck you, um, the eardrums explode outward, and this woman just crumples to the ground, dead. And, uh, <clears throat> he, uh, Vale will raise his finger up to his mouth a little and kind of blow the smoke off of it, realize that, uh, that blood did not hide, so he's going to gain, uh, you know, use that knowledge to his advantage and run over next to blood to be less of a target. Okay. You fucking bastard. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're supposed to say, like you always say, fucking trow. The, the words are synonymous with each other. And Vale goes running around the tree that blood is clutching, hiding behind him directly opposite behind this trunk trying to be a little more stealthy. Next we have the Dragonborn Veteran. Kyle, did you use a key point to do patient defense? No, I used the key point to uh, try and stunning strike him. My no. bonus action was to kick him at the first moment. I don't know if you could use more than one, that's why I was asking. It's a bonus action, I used my bonus. Ah. Okay. Eloise, um, a heavy crossbow bolt comes flying out at you from the darkness. Striking the ground right by your foot again. Ridiculously missing with a nine attack roll. That's the discipline. What, what does this dragonborn look like? Um, can you see his token? I can. Okay. Um, go ahead and make a perception check as you're clutching near the side of the street. This dragonborn has red iridescent scales. Um, he's wearing what appears to be um, plate armor on his body. He has a long sword and a cro uh, heavy crossbow slung over his back. But he is a red-scaled dragonborn. Apollyon, your turn next. I'm free. I'll go ahead and run right down here by these jabronis and unleash my breath weapon. <laughs> okay. First time for the breath weapon. So that is a 5 by 30 line, which easily out, uh, goes for both the kobold and the gazer floating there. We're both going to have to make DC 15 dexterity. First, uh, the kobold is a 6, so that's full damage. And failure for the gazer as well. Both take 16 points of damage. Um, you breathe this bolt of lightning out from your mouth and just... And a bolt of energy of lightning comes shooting out, doing 15 points of damage to both the kobold 
and the gazer. As it strikes the gazer, the gazer just electrifies. You see just this crackle of energy go across its entire body, and it shimmers and shakes and sputters for a bit before falling to the ground and just lies there in a smoking heap. No, you know, this whole time, I thought this was the spectator. <laughs> nope, that was a gazer. The kobold is still alive. Alright, I'm going to use a bonus action to hit him with the scimitar. Okay, because you got that scimitar of speed. Go for it. And a 16 does hit. 13 more point... Th or, yeah, plus your... All your shit, so... Yep. 17 points of damage against the kobold as you slash down into his body, leaving this arc of electricity in its path, doing quite a bit of damage. He is still up. Alright, and then it's my turn. Okay. Jareth, the owl's up next. Alright, Jareth's gonna um, sweep down in the woman who shot the longbow, he's going to uh, scratch at her, her face and try to distract. Okay. Which one is that? That one woman over here? Okay. No problem. So Jareth the Owl comes flying out from the darkness, beats its wings in the face of this uh, pink-skinned woman before flying away a few feet and hovering there in the air. Next person who hits her has advantage. Next, we come up to the kobold's turn. It gets to make two melee attacks with its spear. First is a critical hit. Doing 11 points of damage, but that's halved, so five. And the second is a 15. So I assume that misses. Pollyon, are you there? Yeah, sorry. So, Ouch. yeah, five points of damage, and the second one misses, I assume. Okay. Next How's up. the barbarian on the, the only one who doesn't understand he's raging? <laughs> That's just a way of life for him. I got a lot of stuff going on. Dude, his intelligence went up. He should know. Did he do anything with that potion he gave? I gave it to him, I but I don't know anything. if he... I don't know if he... I was giving it to him, hopefully to give Liam, but he hasn't done it yet. Okay, so out from the darkness, uh, Pollyon, a bolt of energy comes flying towards you. And that is a critical miss at a five, so that definitely does not hit the cobalt, right? No, um, we never done that shit. No, we're not gonna... No critical miss table? I would love, but if he rolled it for them, he'd roll it for us, yes. so let's say no. For now, we'll say no, but we'll talk about it later. Um, the orc shaman then runs out back into the darkness as far as she can. 
Next we have the pink skinned woman's turn. Seeing the direction that the spell that um, this particular battle is going, she is casting Missy Step on herself, disappearing in a silvery mist 30 feet away, and is going to be using the remainder of her movement to disappear into the darkness. So, Jareth, you would have been able to see that. It might be a problem. Eloise, you're up next. Yes. Okay. Um, I am going to try to hit the other Dragonborn with a Frostbite. Okay, that's a DC 15 constitution save. And he no. makes it with an 18. I think, and it's a cantrip, so I don't think he takes half damage. Right? Nope, he does not. Sounds good. That's it for Eloise. The Hobgoblin yeah. Captain is up next. And he is in hot pursuit of you, Eloise, having seen you um, fire that icy blast at one of his companions. He is throwing a javelin at you. And that's a 23 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Four points of piercing damage as this javelin comes flying out in the through the air and strikes you in the back. Your scales hold off a little bit, but still hurts. That's it for his turn. Liam, you're up next. Liam's... Surprised to still be alive, uh, being that... Aren't we all? The person that Jareth hit is... ...we see this guy down here. So he's... <coughs> and he's just gonna wail on him, because he is pissed the fuck off right now. Okay, so who's he to going towards? The kobold. Okay. Go ahead. And... Oh, I meant to do. Ah, oh, damn it. Yeah, I guess I pulled out my long sword. Uh, does thirteen hit? Um, I am actually in the middle of lagging on my computer. However, a thirteen does not hit. Twenty-two right, so does. One strike. Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. Uh, you go slashing through. He is still standing. You slash through him with your longsword. 
but he is still up. Okay. Yep, 26 will definitely hit, and 11 points is enough to finish him off as you just clobber down onto this uh, kobold with your fist. That was a headbutt. Sure, I dig it. Yeah, uh, no more movement because I can't see anything outside of these spheres. Okay, Lud, you're up next. Uh now I didn't have to roll for I didn't roll for stealth last time, but yes. can either of these gentlemen with a disadvantage perception see me? Well, you you did not roll for stealth. So I was still in the tree. I'm just seeing. I mean, well, I can move and still kill one of them. You know, shoot one of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that you do not have advantage on this attack. And these are just these right here. You say they're like they're more like pine trees, kind of. Yeah, they're more like the your thin Christmas tree style pine trees. Mm -hmm. Well then, we're just gonna go ahead because neither of these guys look like they're gonna be magicy. So I'm <coughs> gonna kind of actually climb up in the tree, shift over a little bit. Sorry, bud, you're gonna be down there on your own. Do my stealth check. Okay. And then I'm gonna then I'm gonna fire at uh, you know at the one that looks like he's advancing a little quicker. It's gonna be the uh, the hobgoblin, so we're going for him. Okay. Hold on one second. And he said this. Oh no, the dragonborn is in. Was it full plate? Okay. Uh, yes, you um you you are stealthed for the hobgoblin, so you do have advantage. But this guy, I mean, can I tell what he's wearing? No, it doesn't matter. He's still getting a fucking bolt at him. We're gonna risk it. We're gonna go sharpshooter, and we're gonna take a shot. Twenty. Twenty's definitely gonna hit. Did he have advantage, really? Yes, he did. I, I hit. He hit. And his perception, he didn't even okay. roll it twice. <coughs> I didn't hear that. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm blind. I can't see shit. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, 18 plus 8, 26, 31 on him. 31 points of damage. You shoot out from the darkness in this bolt of energy goes flying through the air, striking into this hobgoblin, and he just clutches the gaping hole in his chest of the massive damage he just did. Uh, I mean, I'll kind of like with you know, shout out or say that to Vale. I was like, I was like, Liam is looking very hurt. I don't know if you can get to him. I gave Apollyon a potion, but I don't know if he knows I'm meant to give it to Lee. And that's my turn. How would I have known that when you just shoved it into my hands and ran away? Well, I did kind of like point at him as I was running away. Okay, oh, Vale, you're up next. No, he was You weren't paralyzed at that point. People, man, nobody knows <laughs> You weren't paralyzed at that point because I had shot her. She lost concentration. I'll say, um, I'll say back to you. <coughs> it's too far. Can't do it. And I'll. Well. I guess, will you let me with that sending stone? What's that? Send a quick message to him, or will that be like a bonus action next turn? Um, hold on a second, let me look. 
Yeah, you have to use an action to cast it. An action. Okay. Well, we'll wait. That's me. Yeah, Vale, okay. it is your turn. I'm going to um, uh, try to clean up the scraps that I've been doing, uh, pointing at this top of the upland and trying to hold a dead him. Ooh. Oh, that's nat oh, 20. Damn. So that the ring goes out, but the hobgoblin just easily shakes into it. Shit, shit. Alright, so um, with my bonus action, I'm going to move those lights uh, around this guy. Okay, that one there. And uh, I wonder if I could. Hold on one second. It's 20 feet. Big... Right? I think you can move each one 60 yeah. feet per 60 turn. Feet. They just have to be within 20 feet of each other. <coughs> okay, excellent. Um, and then 20 feet up this way. That one there? Yeah, I played a drow. Drows are fun. One right there. Right there. Okay. All right. Uh, one, one down more. You know, just right there. Fair. That's there. You go. Perfect. Okay. And uh, he is going, and then uh, Vale is going to move, and then I'll be done. Okay. As the Dragonborn veteran is illuminated by this uh, globe that goes flying up towards him. Let's see. What is he going to do? Yep, Eloise, you're still the closest one to him. He is running out from the darkness towards you, and he is making two attacks with his longsword. First is a 23. Yeah. So seven points of damage. Second is an 18. Yeah. For five more points of damage. Don't be so dejected. So 12 points of damage total. He's had his eye on you since since you popped up there, Eloise. Mm-hmm. That's it for his turn. Apollyon, you're up next. All right. Well, first one I can see <coughs> is way over there. So let's see how far I can go. Can I see the, the woman that ran away? Is she outside of my vision? From where you are, she's way outside your vision. Okay. Alright, I'm going to come down here and <coughs> throw... Throw a jab on at this guy. Okay. 
You throw the javelin at the orc shaman. Go ahead. And I want to attack recklessly. Isn't that for melee? No, no, it's no that's rage. rage. It's any attack. Yeah. So you do have advantage on this attack. Fifteen. Fifteen is gonna hit. What up now, bitch? Six points of damage. Anything else you do on your turn? Uh, yeah, I don't think I get the bonus damage, right? Um, I thought you did. Hold on a second. Well, you should get the rage, shouldn't you? Me no. This is melee weapon attack. No. Think. Yeah, yeah, I would say. Yeah, it is melee. Okay. Get <laughs> multiple, multiple attacks, or is that only is that only when you uh? Melee? Oh yeah, yeah, I can't attack again. So yeah, you you do have a second throw. You can do. Yeah, it's just I couldn't get close enough to do a melee attack. And Oops. 20 is going to... Well, uh, even the 17 is going to hit. You're still fine. Yeah, it's still at advantage. advantage. Nine no, it's just the first attack, uh, Bale. But nine points of damage. Alright, down to only one javelin again. No, remember I gave you the five we found yeah, back. You just got five new ones. Oh, it's five? I thought you said three. Okay, I, I still have There were two guys with javelins. Okay, I just put the wrong number then. Sweet, I still have some. Okay, that's yeah, it for Apollyon. Uh, Jareth, your turn's up next. Alright, I'm going to, um... Alright, he is going to swoop down and... Distract. Uh, let's see. I mean, uh, maybe you can't make it. Oh yeah, you can. This guy in the tree right here. He'll, he'll uh, flutter, throw throw a branch at his face. <laughs> I dig it. So ne per next person to attack that guy has advantage. That's it for Jareth. Uh, next we come to the shaman that's just been attacked by Apollyon. <coughs> yeah, she's casting another Guiding Bolt at you. And that's a 14, so that's a miss. Uh, from there, she is running for her life. Baby, hurt me. And that's it for her. The pink-skinned woman who had fled the battle, um, her turn is up, and she is just doing a full movement, uh, double dash, continuing to run away. Uh, nobody can see her in the darkness at this point. Just so you know. 
Eloise, your turn is up next. I'm going to shift so that I, there's absolutely no chance of me hitting Jareth. <coughs> and I need Mr. Dragonborn to make a con save. Okay, so you're shifting where? I just moved right in front of one it. over, yeah. Oh, okay, you're still, still staying. Still melee. Gotcha. Yep. And you need him to make a what? Con save. That's a four. So that's gonna be three d six cold damage. Ooh. Uh, uh, three d. Should potentially say it's almost in line with the other guy. Like she, because I mean we can't be on a half square. God damn it! Of course, two one. So five so points of damage. What's that? Blood. Could could she potentially say, like, it's a 30-foot line, like, to click? Because, I mean, she can't, like, park on a half line and shoot at him. Well, Could it's a 15-foot cone. Um, oh, I thought it was for 30 feet. I guess yeah. that's a poly as it goes. 30. Yep. Mine's a 30 by 5 line. Hers is a 15 Yeah, okay. Hers is different. Never mind. If she had the distance, it would have been better. But... Yeah, I, I, I'd entertain it, but no, it's a 15-foot cone. But he does take the 5 points of damage. You doing anything else, Eloise? <laughs> I don't think I can unless I just move one more space right here. Yeah, um. Oh! Okay, never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. What, uh, what's that? Yeah. I'm trying to figure out if I could use my quarterstaff as a bonus action, but I don't think so. All good. I'm okay. Done. Okay. Well, the hobgoblin is moving down 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 towards you, Eloise. That's the only one it can see. Um, it does have martial advantage, which says that. Um, once per turn, the Hobgoblin can deal an extra 3d6 damage to a creature it hits with a weapon if the creature is within 5 feet of the Hobgoblin. It is making its attacks on you, Eloise, with its greatsword. If it's within 5 feet of an ally Hobgoblin, are there... I mean, I can't see anything. Are there other no, Hobgoblins around? It's, it's an ally of the Hobgoblin, yeah, not an ally Hobgoblin. So, and the Dragonborn is within 5 feet. Okay. So it's making its first attack on you, Eloise, with its greatsword. And that's a nine which misses. And the second attack is an eight, which also misses. Thank God, because that would have killed me. <coughs> okay. Liam, your turn's up next. Alright, doing my best to follow this line of lights. I'm going to run parallel to them. And I can't see, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. And all of a sudden I can see somebody. So that was lucky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, As you come running through uh, along the lights, 
you stop and you see there's the hobgoblin and the dragonborn. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, uh, one attack to each, please. The one to the dragonborn has advantage. Uh, one to the dragonborn has advantage. Okay. Yes, the one to the dragonborn uh, does so have advantage. Um, you did hit it with a 28. Go ahead and see if you made a critical hit on it. Take one more. Sure, sure. You did not, no however, hit, but both hit. Hits. Okay. Uh, <coughs> damage real quick. So 10 to the dragonborn and 7 to the hobgoblin. Stop. All right. And using my last two key points, I'd like to try and stun One point each left. of them. Wow. Okay, so each of them needs to make a what saving throw? I think it's a con. Yeah, I found it. I found it. Hang on. Uh... I feel like it's a con, but... <laughs> it should be. Yeah, I think it's a con. Yep, con saving throw. Okay, the dragonborn okay, so goes each first. Each one of them needs to make one. That's a twelve, so the dragonborn fails, and the oh. hobgoblin succeeds. Okay, uh, can you click on which one is the dragonborn? That one there, the one that just right, got the little lightning bolts. So notes. that one. I would like to use my bonus action to uh, unarmed strike it, and I'm in a headbutton mode, so this is another damn headbutt. Actually, that's with advantage, so let me do that again. Does 17 hit? Hold on one second. Give me one second. He said one second. He said give me oh, one second, yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, no. On a, With a 16 and a 17, you punch the dragonborn and your fist clangs against its heavy armor. It's currently wearing plate armor. However, a 17 does not hit. Alright, well, th that guy is still stunned, and everybody gets advantage on attacks against him until my next turn. Indeed they do. Indeed they do. Okay, Blood, you're up next. Would you, would it be a bonus or an action to dip my arrows in the dragon's poison? Um. My bolts. I'm gonna say normally when with a with a poison you you use it to dip so many arrows. Yeah, I'm like going to say three, I think is yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's two arrows per poison. Um, I'm gonna say that I will allow for a bonus action one single bolt to be dipped in poison. Yeah, well then we're gonna do that, and we're gonna go for him. And it was the poison you gave me. If I hit, it's going to be a DC 14, or it's 46 on the damage. So let me fire him. And you're shooting that at the Dragonborn? Yeah. And what what was the 
what's the count? What's the save? It's going to be a, a 14 con. A 14 hit, con, okay. And it's 46 on the damage, and I guess it'll be half damage yes. if he saves. Okay, so go ahead and roll to hit. Twenty-three definitely hits. Yeah. It rolled a net uh, critical on his con save, so he did save on the con save. Wow. Here's the regular damage, and then I'll roll the four. What did I say? It was forty-six. Or yeah, 46. forty-six. Forty-six. Let me roll that real quick. So that's twenty points of damage on the dragonborn. Plus another five. Plus he another four five. Four. Oh shit! Sorry. Yep. Go ahead and re redo that. Forty-six. Seven. So seven more points of damage as the poison uh, from the dragon seeps into this dragonborn. That's a good hit. And then we are going to let's see. I think thirty. Yeah, thirty will get me into that one. So we're moving, moving to this one. So I can get in the middle of the field. And that's me. Okay. That's it for you. Vale, you're up next. Alright, um, he's going to try to toll the dead the hobgoblin just because he you know, he wants to eliminate that threat while the other guy's subdued. Absolutely. And that's a wisdom saving throw. Yeah. That that's a failure with a three. So 14 points of damage is an, more than enough to kill the hobgoblin that was just barely hanging on with one hit point. Fucking fail, mopping him up. <laughs> you guys, you guys are setting me up for these nice spikes. <laughs> well, let's go ahead there. Everybody gets advantage on attacks on this guy. Yeah. Okay, uh, Vale, do you have? Uh, are, are you going to do anything else? You, movement or anything? Yes, I'm going to move my dancing lights to uh, cover the shaman down here, surround him. Something like that. <laughs> Do you want any of the others moved? Yeah, I mean, they, they all have to be within 20 feet of each other, so I just make it so he can't really go... Um, I, I, I just, I guess, for using your term, sacred brevity, will make it so spread it out enough where wherever he runs, he'll still be illuminated. Unless he's dashing. You don't necessarily have to place him. I guess we could just do that, um, you know. Yeah, I'm just going to leave him there for the moment. Yeah. So for the All moment, right. he, he's able to be seen. Okay, that's the veteran's turn. He's stunned. Um, he <laughs> yeah, he, he, he can't save or anything like that. Um, it's just it. So, Apollyon, you're up next. All right, I see this guy down here. I'm gonna run off towards him and hit him with my scimitar this time. I'm gonna reckless attack again, also. I like it. Definitely gonna hit. Hit him with that 
second attack if he's not already dead. Still alive. Unfortunately, a 12 is not going to hit. Isn't that advantage right. since you're uh, right left? It's only the first attack. It's only the first attack. Uh, I will hit him one more time with my bonus action attack. Absolutely. Bonus action with the scimitar speed. Oh. A 23 will hit. Just one. Well, 23 should hit. <laughs> yep, 23 hits. No problem. Eleven more points of damage, and as you slice through this orc um, who's running away from you, um, let's see. Oh, wait a minute. You did not add your rage, so that should be so fifteen points of damage total, which is enough to cleave the head off of this orc that's been fleeing from you. As you slice the head off, the bolt of uh, electric energy goes slicing through the air. Getting a little bit of that ozone into your nostrils. Get some, jabroni! I have a question. Are we thankful enough to keep this one alive? Okay, Jareth, your turn's next. Uh, Jareth's gonna just do kind of a, a big, wide uh, circle around the battlefield, see if he sees anything that we need to be concerned about. Okay. Um, what what is his uh, full movement uh, action bonus action or act or yeah a action and movement whatever. He's got a sixty feet of uh, speed. Okay, so on his turn he he begins to fly up into the air one hundred and twenty feet total of movement. No problem. Okay, we're at Eloise's turn. Since the dragonborn is so close to me, can I see whether he has a tail or not? He does not have a tail. Piece of shit. Yeah, that depends on who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Um... I'm hitting him with poison <coughs> to make a con save. Okay, poison spray. And that's a 13, so that he does not succeed and takes 14 more points of poison damage. And then in Draconic, I'm going to save. Why are all dragon boars such scum? He moved. <laughs> he would talk back. That's <laughs> more of a rhetorical question, anyways. <laughs> and that's it for Eloise's turn. Liam, you're up next. Alright. Let me uh, click. Oh, I didn't mean to click that. I'm sorry. I was trying to scroll up. Let me click advantage. Because all these attacks are going to be at advantage. Uh, let him longsword finish him off! <laughs> yeah, both hit. That's gotta be it. So, yeah. 
definitely more than enough to take this guy out. So, Liam, how does this look? All right. This first one, after hearing her her distaste for uh, Dragonborn, cuts off his tail. And the second one... He doesn't have a tail. He doesn't have a tail. He has no tail. Well, it would have. Uh, well, it cuts part of his ass off then. <laughs> uh, then uh, the other strike is just a spinning attack that decapitates his head. And as you cut its head off, it goes flying through the air and lands in the ground. Perfect. And with that, the last of the enemies in the immediate area are defeated. You stand there in the rain, in the darkened night, and you do see your horses, you do see your cart. At this point, I, I take a knee and I'm propping myself up purely by my longsword. I step over to Liam and I hug him and I'm going to cast Cure Wounds at second level. How many, yeah, how many spell slots you got left, Eloise? Polly has got a potion for you. He's... Save, save, save the potion for later. We'll be fine. That's 13 healing for you, Liam. Uh, Eloise, how many spell slots you got left? That's what? How many spell slots do you have left? Do I have left? Yes. I've got one level one spell slot left. Okay, just curious. Uh, Vale's going to walk over to where Eloise... I very Eloise... purposefully only use cantrip the whole fight. I was going to walk over where Eloise and Liam are, and um, he's going to like, uh, pull out a what looks like a handkerchief and, you know, lean towards Liam, and as if to like wipe, uh, you know, blood off or something. But then he just opens it up; it's the portable hole, and he scoops up the two bodies next to him <laughs> and uh, <laughs> walks away. Get out of the way. There you go. We'll get this one over here. This okay, um, Vale, go ahead and put put in your portable hole so I can remember that you have a Dragonborn veteran and a, a uh, Hobgoblin veteran currently right. in yeah. your portable hole. So Look we can ahead. remember zombies later. Uh, can I start searching these bodies for stuff? Well, you can't do the two that just disappeared into a portable hole. I would like to feed the horses while uh, everybody's searching bodies. I'll, I'll yep. search these two that are near me. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, search the one that I just killed, too. Go Once ahead. you guys are done searching, let me know, and I'm going to put the bodies in the portable hole. I need six. It, 22. It wasn't popping up at first, so that's to search the two that are near me. Okay. These two over here. On the woman with the dark hair that's right next to you, Blood, you find a light crossbow and 20 crossbow bolts, two daggers. She's wearing leather armor. Um, she has 10 gold pieces on her and a small golden statue of what appears to be a tree. On the orc next to you, you find a bright shiny scimitar 
and um, two darts, as well as 15 gold pieces. And do I recognize that or wasn't it? The woman laying there on the ground next to you, as you're searching her over, um, go ahead. Would that be a perception check? I mean, with the 22 yeah. investigation while I'm well, stripping. Yeah, the investigation was, was you look. Yeah, you know what? I'll just go ahead and say yes. Um, the woman that you're seeing laying on the ground, you do remember her was the woman with the small gazer companion that had been in the tent with Grovegar. That's her bitch. That's his, or that's his bitch. She was the one that was going to take us. I do, I recognize that name. So it's not the one that escaped. Uh, yeah, we're taking her with us. So mark down in, in your stuff that the light crossbow that you took is Volick, V-O-L-I-C, Volick's um, crossbow. Just for, so I can remember it later. Just for the record, Matt, I've never been breathing so hard in a fictional scenario in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Good. Yeah, well, it's not great when you're close to death. Imagine if he had left you on a cliffhanger for a week. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, she was. Well, let's let's get moving. We're gonna, I'm gonna drag I'm gonna, her and toss her up into the cart, and then we're gonna hook up horses and we're gonna get the fuck out of here as soon as we can. What did did Apollyon find anything on his body? Um, I'm on this guy. Um, seven. Yeah, I've been hooking up the horses. Let's see. I I hate to bring this up, but if we are to move out tonight, I've pretty sure everybody will be taking a point of exhaustion. Okay. Yeah, we're, um, we're kind of camp at the... Apollyon, you right. find a odd-looking stick of wood about a foot long that's kind of jagged and pointy looking, and you also find um, 20 gold pieces, uh, 15 silver pieces, and a water skin that, as you sniff it, seems to be filled with a very potent wine. No weapons or anything? No weapons of any kind. Can I go collect my javelins that I threw earlier? Um, how many javelins did you throw? I threw two. Um, so you can get one javelin back. Okay. Uh, Alright, when we were up on the mountain, what directions did we see those campfires? You saw one directly towards um let's see hold on so i guess if we're looking at this map as if north south east west with the mountain being north it if the mountains being north then to the southeast you saw one you saw a second one directly west um a little ways um, north of the first one and to the west of the, the <laughs> su most the southernmost one so All three right. in total and I will also allow you to remember that um, you did see five 
individual fires out in the night when you were on the other side of the mountain. Remember when you were exploring? Yeah. Alright, so uh, real quick, Matt. I opened up the portable hole. I do want to search the Hopgoblin and the Dragonborn. I did a 25 investigation. Okay, no problem. On the Dragonborn, you found a a nice long sword, a short sword, and a heavy crossbow. It was also wearing plate armor. Which I will allow you to keep for the zombie. Excellent. Um, for the hobgoblin, he had a great sword. He had two javelins. He had a total of 50 gold coins. 20 silver coins and a single um, uh, what was uh, the, the white not the light um, the lesser healing potions so one lesser healing potion that he never got to use alright Blood uh, are you keeping track of this stuff? Uh, well, I kept to the hobgoblins. He said there was 50 gold, 25 silver. Or... On this guy, this last guy. The money I found, I just put in my pocket. Sure. <laughs> um, also, the hobgoblin was also wearing plate armor. So since you just collected the whole body, I'm, I'm allowing you to keep that as well. I will remind you, Vale, that currently... You have um, Belmond's body in your portable hole, the two the hobgoblin and the the dragonborn bodies. You also have all of the kegs of mead and the jars of honey in there. So you have quite a bit of stuff in there. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fill it to the brim. What's the total square footage on the um, portable hole? I want to say it's a six foot cylinder. Uh, I'll I'll double check. Yeah, just double check for me. I'm, I'm going to say probably you can hold maybe two more bodies, but if you can probably figure, if you can do the math and figure it out, you, you're welcome to correct me. But we need to take her with. So that's the only one that I'm going to specify that we definitely need to take is Volick. We are taking her body with us, and I'll hide her crossbow in the uh, handy haversack just in case anybody tries to locate the object. Hopefully they can't inside the habitat. Alright, so it's a extra-dimensional hole 10 feet deep. Okay. 6 feet in diameter, 10 feet deep. It holds a lot. Yeah, it, it holds more than I was thinking it did. So yeah, you could probably collect all the bodies right, if you really want to. Do. Uh, I just need 6 for now. Well, so you could collect, besides the the, um, the dragonborn and the hobgoblin, you could co collect uh, the two orcs and a kobold, if you're not going to be throwing the body of Volek into the hole. Well, she's going with us, but uh, she doesn't need to go in the bag. Wait, the so what's the, um, what's, the, what's the reason for that? Her? 
because she is Grove Jars. She's one of Grove Jars' like lieutenants. She's one of his people. Yeah, she's dead though. Yeah, but I'm guessing we're gonna be able to find somebody that can do speak with dead, unless you can. Uh, not right now, but she's got some questions. Don't she's worry, I'll questions. I'll keep I'll keep her around. Um, the reason why I didn't go after her with a spell, the one that got away, is because I counted enough here for my collection. Well, <laughs> doesn't have a head. His head got locked up by Lee. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I just need to pile yeah, the bones. He can collect it. Doesn't he can collect the head. You're fine. Am I supposed to apologize for my decapitations? What the hell? No, Why no, I, never. I didn't. I didn't know if he could use it without a head. But he says he just needs yeah. Bones. I just need a yeah. I just need the correct amount of bones for it. So. Well, we'll keep the gazer too to turn it. So maybe we could sell that thing for parts. You know, whatever the, that weird oh, person. Magic yeah. That yep. weird person might like it. Okay. Well, you but, can certainly collect the, all those bodies if you want. Uh, go ahead and m notate all of those into the portable hole, please, Vale, because you're the one that has to manage that oh, one. Yep. Hey, Matt, while we're, while we're uh, not in immediate combat, should I roll something for my, uh, my beer cart that's traveling? Yes, we have not done that yet. So I'm going to go ahead and pull up that that real quick and while you're pulling that up I will suggest to everybody while we were up on the mountain we saw to the southeast of us now did I give you a sheet for them at all or am I just having you roll uh, I did not get a sheet for okay. their characters then I'm just ha I'm just having you do basic d20 rolls for me okay um, I'm it's been um, just a few I'm going to give you three days. Yep, it's been three days since you sent them out to Weston without a doubt. Anyway. Um, wow, damn. Go ahead and give me three D20 rolls, please, uh, Liam. Oh, no, do me the Oh, shit. That's, that's bad. That's about as bad as you can do. Um, oh, sorry. I, I mean, technically, you can do worse. Wow. Um, technically. Yeah, technically, you can. <laughs> but, uh... Okay, so day one, uh, you rolled a yeah, three. Rolled so good, I'm brewing those beers. Day one, you rolled a three. Day two, you rolled a four. And day three, you rolled a three. They just ran into issues like brought bad wheels and shit. Yeah, we. I'm gonna have to brew brand new beers. Damn it, that's gonna take forever to get my beer. You, Tom and Jerry, you suck. Well, uh, you have no idea what happened. No, you're right. I'm not a. I'm not upset in character. <laughs> but yes, in in person, you absolutely can be. Matt, okay. real quick. Did, yeah. I'm sorry. We. I have a hobgoblin with plate armor. Dragonborn or play armor, a kobold and orc shaman. What are the other two? Um, the gazer and the woman, but no, not the gazer. You have an orc in studded leather armor. Oh yeah, that's right. You that's have right. a kobold in leather armor, and you have an orc in hide armor. 
And I'm just standing with the horses and going like, I just had the worst few days of my life. Hope you guys have been okay out here. I hope nobody bothered you. And I'm unhobbling them. And I'm, le- and I'm hitching them up to the car. Go ahead and make a handle animals check for me. The animal handling, whatever it's called now. Okay. And as you're unhobbling these animals and uh, talking to them, one of them kind of comes over and nuzzles you a little bit on the side of the face. Ellen's just kind of rubbing its face against yours. You feel that soft fur nose against your heart scales. Kind of nice. I figured I was... Working with the animals too. Yeah, and you're, you're working a with few your own. Tears just roll out, and I hug, I hug, I hug them. You spend the next uh, 10, 15 minutes probably doing this and gathering up all your bodies. Um, you guys yeah, have anything else you want to do before we? Bring it back up to Vale as well. What's that, Apollyon? Say that again. <laughs> I pick up the body that's near me and I bring it back up the veil as well. Yeah, and he collected all that. I graciously accept your gift. Yeah, you just drag him by one foot. Godmother! I will suggest everybody, it's like as soon as we are ready to go, I think we need to head northeast for about 30 minutes to get away from this mountain. We need to set up camp. Yeah, we need to get away from the mountains somewhere, because we... Like when we're up the mountain, we know from where we are, southeast to the southwest and to the west. Now there were other fires on the other side of the mountain too, but right now we need, we can't worry about it. We need to start moving away. Hey Liam, do you remember which way back to Weston? Wait, absolutely. It'd be easier if it was daytime. I'm not very much used in the dark. I remember the way too. If we have an extra ten minutes, I can cast guiding hand. I can ritually cast guiding hand again. I can't guarantee it'll keep us away from the other fires, though. I'd say maybe we just. Yeah, all I can, all, all my ability allows me to do is backtrack areas that I've been through, so I can't track a new path. Well, yeah, same. Which, since I can remember any path that I've traveled on. What direction would they have been? I'm taking my shit! <laughs> okay, but anyway, you guys do um, unhobble your horses and hitch your horses up to your cart. You do have Belmont's horse there as well, I, I will remind you. Um, but you do have three available horses and two to take the wagon. And as you guys are going, are getting yourselves kind of occupied and, and situated, who's who's uh, taking the cart? Uh, I can, I suppose. I'll be. Okay. I got my horse. Oh, also, don't forget to take uh, the flyer off of Belmont. We yeah, we can do that. Sure. While he was putting oh, wait, okay, Apollyon, if you want to, I mean, we can do that tomorrow. Never mind. So, Apollyon... I'm not sure if you understand the whole flyer scenario, but I've seen areas where they just post the exact same flyer 
like five down and 50 across. Maybe just find a wall and post them all right there. You know, he didn't have too many specifications on your contract. I'll grab one and I'll paste it onto the tree next to the cart. <laughs> well, you guys... Right. One at a time. They'll be taken down. Um... You guys all gather up. Uh, Apollyon, it looks like, taking the reins of the wagon. Um, Eloise, I'm going to tie have... Belmont's horse to the back of the cart so that it follows. Okay. Um, and then... I, I am 100% uh, down for taking a point of exhaustion if it gets us out of this area a little faster, honestly. Well, I mean, if we even just go 30 minutes, we could still, you know, get a rest in. Well... I was going to say, as you guys are getting yourselves uh, situated and organized and deciding, talking about where you're going to go, you all hear in the distance a very loud, piercing sound. One blast, Rangers returning. Followed by two more sounds coming in. From the north and from the west. And that's where we're going to leave things for tonight. So. Oh my god. Thank you everybody for watching this evening. I appreciate everyone tuning in. Come and watch us again next week. Uh, Monday 7pm here on twitch.tv slash random rhapsody um from everyone playing tonight i am matthew dawson aka scruffy wanderer on twitter uh like and follow us and i hope to see you again next week so thanks for watching have a good evening